Hi, welcome to Science Club Podia. This is where I talk about science in everyday life. I dedicate this podcast to kids and their whole family to enjoy. And anyone who wants to listen from a kid's perspective, enjoy. Hello, everyone. I am back on Science Club Podia, and I'm going to be talking about cancer and the human genome with Kat Muti. Kat Mutiara is a molecular biologist, and she studied biomedical science and cancer at UCL or University College London. She's an influencer in Instagram with her pandemic talks to educate people about COVID nineteen or coronavirus that she is running with her friends. It's really informative because because when I looked on it, it had. How to wear a mask? It was exactly like I did on my on Eric podcast, and and that was really cool because I like the way that they designed it. So, ah, that's really great! Thank you. I see your video as well. I really like your video with Ka Eric about wearing a mask. Yeah. So let let's call her now. Hello, Kak Muti. Hi, Rainer. How are you? I'm I'm like really excited because I just love biology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love my biology. It's like the best thing that I will ever do, and <laughs> and I have this book that I got for like a book, like a present that I got because I really like biology. It's called all about biology. Oh, how nice! It's nice to see someone that really likes biology as well. So it's nice to have a friend. So, what do you like about biology? I just like that you can study about yourself and other creatures because biology is like the the mechanism of like、mm. if you want to see how a cat walks around and how much muscles does it use, you need biology to answer that. And, and、mm. I like the complexity of it. <laughs> okay, so that's really interesting to hear. Yeah, I really like biology as well. So, Cat Muti, when was the first time? You done science, and what made you do human biology and cancer? Okay, so I think if, as far as I could remember, I always been attracted to science. I've studied science, so physics, biology, and chemistry since I was in junior high school back in Jakarta. It was quite a long time ago, but anyway, I think during my high school, I was supposed to、uh, find. An interesting subject that I want to take for my university, and I start to think about the things that I really like. I start to think about、um, what topics that really interest me, and then I found out that I am actually interested in how the human body works. So I don't want to be a doctor, I don't want to be a nurse, but I really, really love. To understand more about the cell, so basically like you, so I really want to know what makes cells work and how does that tiny little cells could build this whole entire body. Yeah, it's it's really incredible. So I choose to study biomedical science in my university, and what I did next is that I found out that there's this disease that's really horrible and really scary, but it's really interesting as well because it's something that. A lot of people haven't really、um, looked at. So I did、uh, more research on cancer, and I took、uh, cancer for my master degree, so I could study more about it. Okay, so it's like that because because you learn 
like a really horrible disease and after it's actually mm-hmm. quite interesting and then yeah so yeah yeah so there's still a lot of mysteries going on with cancer although uh scientists and doctors now have been trying to figure it out what happens inside of cell during cancer but still we still haven't understand 100% what happens with it and that's why there's still a lot of people that needs to research and uh, a lot of people still needs to find the treatment and how to prevent cancer from happening because it is such a horrible disease although we shouldn't be scared of it but uh, we have to know that it affects uh, a lot of people in the world maybe we would know uh, a friend or a family or our teacher that have cancer that's why we have to live uh, a really healthy life so eat your veggies eat your um fruits and also do a lot of exercise and yes. um that is why i think nowadays people have to live uh, a little more healthier so we could live cancer free and you know overall <laughs> so so kamuti how does cancer develop in the human body i, I think i have a theory is it because hmm. like because you know where genes is like made of bases a c g and t adenine thymine guanine cytosine and they bond together what if like they somehow get unarranged after they swap i think it's because that of the mutation it can't kill itself because like every single cell needs to to kill itself if it if you find an error but like i think the cancer cells don't kill itself and it wants to say like immune it wants to hmm. for forever and after that it starts taking over the body's resources and bringing it to it yeah true? you're actually yeah that that's actually true you're 100% correct so what uh people often misunderstood about cancer is that they think about one disease but cancer is actually a multiple disease inside cancer there are hundreds and hundreds type of cancers that could happen throughout our body and what happens is that there is a misregulation that happens inside the cell so in order for the body to work we have to have the cells working appropriately it has uh to grow it has to die at a specific time but with cancer you're correct rainer that actually one of the causes of yes yes so the the cells want it to become immortal it doesn't want to die and it keeps on uh, making more and more of it so the grew became really um i think uncontrolled and one of the reason why it happens is due to mutation in our gene so the dna were supposed to be able to repair itself if there is any mutation or if there is any mistakes that happen uh but when cancer happens there's no such thing as control so the cells becomes immune and it would replicate more and more mutti like it's like like cancer cells they 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 they're like don't want to die why is that why do the cancer cells just want to live forever is it hmm. like some sort of gene that um, like makes them die is it get yeah. hmm. yeah so if you think of a cell um i think like a factory so inside a factory there's a lot of controls there's a lot of 
um, basically machines that are running the factory in order for it to be able to run properly, right? So in normal cells, we should have these machines, little machines working on uh, appropriately. And But with cancer, I think uh, what makes it really different with other cells is that the control system is not working well. So we have several control system uh, in a form of genes and also proteins and this protein are misregulated and it doesn't uh, function normally so that's why the machines are kind of broken inside of the cells and therefore it keeps making more and more of this uh, broken proteins and therefore um, the regulation itself of the cell is not working uh, appropriately yeah like like it's like a really good idea to like think of it as a factory and like imagine yeah. making like toys you know that mm. like the control of the quality we need good quality to make a good life for like mm. but if it's bad quality then it's a bad life which can lead to cancer imagine that okay. yeah that that that's really true rainer i think it's, it's a really good example for the factory yeah is cancer only in humans? Is it in other animals? Like mm, rats? Yeah, you can found um, cancer in animals. You could find it also in, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, plants. And even, I think I've read a news uh, a couple months ago that actually some archaeologists also found bone cancer inside uh, dinosaurs. So cancer has been around, yeah, it has been around in the earth, I think, for thousands and thousands of years. So you could look it up. It's really interesting to read. But I think as we go on with the technology, cancer has been uh, easier to be detected. That's why a lot of people now are starting to look more about cancer if you compare it to the older days. That's, that's really interesting about cancer because like... Yeah, like, like thing with dinosaurs. It's like, yeah, it's so cool. And Anka Moody, I've like just some sort of thing that I found on the internet when I wanted to know about cancer. It was a bit of a while ago. There's something called mm. Peto's paradox. Do you know it? Mm. Mm. No, actually, could you explain it more? So it's like this thing. You, you know whales. Mm. You know, a cancer. Our cancer is like really so severe, but the whales, they have like unsevere cancer. How is that possible? Is it because that they have like more, like more, like more, more like more things that stop it from mutating? Is it like they have strict things for not mutating and like ch changing the things that stop making the cells go like? Like, it stops itself from being immortal. So it's like, I think that's how it is. Is that? Mm, yeah, I think so. So I think the regulation of our uh, body system doesn't really uh, correlate with the m amount of cells that we have. So it means that if we have more cells, uh, like the whales, 
they would have definitely more cells than human, right? Because they ha- they are larger, they are bigger, but um, not more cancer would be found in the whales. And I think probably it has to do with the mechanism of repair in different type of species. Because uh, I think with humans, well, um, the interaction of these cells are a bit more complicated and it has a lot more functions and regulation. That's why it is more prone to have um, something going wrong with it. Yeah. Imagine if commuting, communicating of proteins called mm. cytokines and after that. It's really complex. So like, mm. there's, if it's complex, it has like more parts and like... Yeah. Imagine if you're trying to be a game and there's this complex thing that you need. Like it has more things to do. So, so if it's more complex, then it has more errors that can be done. But if the blue whales have like simple communication, then there's not really that much of a chance that it can get cancer. Yeah, I think that's true. I agree with you. Mm. That's really like it's really interesting that it's about complexity and yeah yeah i think that's that's one of the reason why scientists around the world haven't really figured out uh what's wrong with cancer because even though we have been studying a lot of mutation a lot of dna we're still not very sure whether mutation is the only cause of it we we are starting to think now that basically our environment also have an impact for um, our health and also cancer. So maybe um, um, someone has a genetic um, mutation that has been given from the parents or from the family, but then because of those people are exposed to a different, uh, a specific environment, and then those cancers would appear. And because of there's this environment factor that plays a role. So when you combine environment and genetics, it makes it so much more complex to understand it. Wow, you must have worked hard to have really known this much. Because <laughs> I've talked with other people and they work really hard because they know a lot of things. And like, yeah, like every, yeah, it's, it's really cool if I get to talk with bi- biologists because I just like it for some reason. <laughs> how do we cure cancer? Like, how do we help cancer? Okay, so... Um, until now, I think a lot of doctors, a lot of scientists are still working a faster and better way to cure cancer, but, but there are actually uh, several things that they can do to cure them. The first one is through surgery. So you might as well know that cancer usually doesn't happen to all of our parts in their body. So sometimes cancer would happen in a specific place. Yeah, that's true. So uh, if you have uh, a cancer in a specific place, the first thing that you could do is go to the doctor and you have to see the special doctor uh, called oncologist. And this doctor would uh, probably ask you to do a surgery, so a removal of the tumors. And also you can do chemotherapy. So chemotherapy is uh, somewhat different with um, surgery whereby the doctor will be... Sorry? Is it like using radiation? Because I hear... Ah, you can, you can all... Yeah, you can also use radiation to treat cancer. 
Yeah, and the other one is treatment, so in a form of medicine. So it would look like a normal medicine that would cure your toothache or maybe if you have a flu, but it contains uh, a special chemicals that could uh, help to uh, for your body to basically um, delete those cancer cells and kill those cancer cells. Yeah, so there are actually a lot of options out there to cure cancer. Like the food you eat matter to avoid hmm. cancer, and that's like clean air matter. It's like hmm. yeah. So this has been an ongoing research, but a lot of people and a lot of scientists have come to a conclusion that that actually your food, the food matters, and that some food could actually. Uh, causes you to have a cancer and this is especially related to colon cancer uh, the cancer that happens in your intestines yes in your stomach right here so uh yeah scientists have found that if you eat uh, too much meat and then you eat uh, less vegetable uh, less fruits and then uh, you eat more of uh, preservatives when you were young kid uh, they would um, those people that consume those uh, type of meals in a daily basis would have a higher percentage or higher risk in developing colon cancer. So it really matters that you eat um, a, a large amount or a proper amount of healthy vegetable and um, fruits. Do you like vegetable and fruits? I like vegetables um, because every single day my mom gives me vegetables and after that before I was like oh, I don't like vegetables and after that when I tried out some I don't like cucumbers like wow I love vegetables and after I started eating them and I love oranges they're nice and I like apples I like pears I like I like almost every single fruit. Yeah, that, that's really good. So it's really important for you to eat your greens and a lot of varieties of fruit and vegetable to keep you healthy. So it's not just cancer that is related to bad food, but it's a lot range of other diseases as well. I also love broccoli for some reason. Broccoli is really good. And it tastes good as well. You can cook it with a lot of things, right? <laughs> um, and in my podcast, I was like, before, I was talking about nasi goreng MV, which is like fried rice, multi mm. suggested by a fan. And I added some broccoli to it, and it was nice. Mm. It didn't okay. taste like, it, it didn't even taste like broccoli. It just tasted like, <laughs> like, there was no broccoli. Like, you can actually see the broccoli, but you don't taste it. It's like, you don't taste the broccoli. It's actually there. And I feel like you're, act you're actually <laughs> eating something nice. What is genome sequencing and what is it used for? Like, is mm. it for like... Is it like used for to treat cancer? Is it used to make immunity for like cancer? Yeah, so genome sequencing is uh, a technique that biologists use, especially molecular biologists that studies DNA like me. And genome sequencing is a way to read the DNA. So it's really interesting because uh, scientists a few years ago, I think um, maybe 40 or 30 years ago, they found this way to open the cells, take out the DNA, and translate those DNA sequence uh, into data. And from this data, we can translate and we can observe and 
um, basically see what does this DNA means and what protein does it uh, produce and etc. And I think in cancer, genome sequencing involves in a lot of things. So during my uh, research years uh, in London, I did a lot of genome sequencing and it's really interesting. So uh, hopefully I can take you to uh, the lab that I'm working at and see and tell you what a genome sequencing machine looks like. But basically we use genome sequencing to study a lot about cancer. We don't, uh, we can use it to treat cancer as well, but I think it's still quite expensive nowadays. So a lot of scientists are using um, genome sequencing to understand more about the disease. And eventually, uh, once they learn more about the disease, they could make uh, a treatment for it and also a uh, different kind of tests to detect those cancers. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I think I know what genome sequencing looks like. So when I saw this video mm. about something that said extracting DNA from strawberry, I was like, yes. wow, and after that, I saw it. You have to like put in alcohol and squash it. Is it something like that? <laughs> yeah, it's something like that actually, but you don't directly squash it because you have to really be careful with cancer, sorry, with these cells in general. So I've never, uh, done any DNA extraction with strawberries, but I've done it with human cells. So we go to the lab and then we took those cells really, really carefully. And then we put a lot of reagents to it. One of them are uh, alcohol and then we shake the cells and then hoping that the DNA would take out. Yes. So, so about DNA, you know what DNA stands for an RNA? Mm, yes, I do. DNA stands for uh, deoxyribonucleic acid, How and then RNA is uh, is ribo I think you know. It's ribonucleic acid because deoxy D like deoxy is basically D is like D. It's for like mm. double and like two. So it's like RNA is one strip going down with bases, and and DNA is two strips going down with a double helix. Yeah, that's correct. That's I think true. you've, yeah, that, that's true. So you've done a lot of your readings uh, in terms of the cellular biology. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really love doing cellular biology because I like, because I like studying about cells because we're like these tiny creatures that are like everywhere. And, and it's like, yeah. it's like trillions of cells in our body and trillion is really big because there's like i don't know like oh yeah there's, there's a lot of zeros in it right yeah it has so much zeros it's like it's 12 zeros because million has six billion has nine and trillion has 12. why is it important to have a dream and what is your dream okay so this is a tough question would it be okay if i ask about your dreams as well Yes. Okay, so I think I'll, I'll answer mine first. So I think it's really important to have a dream, especially to have a really big dreams and imagine it as clearly as possible and uh, think of your dream in your head and imagine it as real as possible. Um, because I think 
it gives you the fuel or it gives you the energy to think about the future and i think it's really important because it gives you the um basically the spirit to do things that you love and to do the unimaginable because i think the f- sometimes if you think about it the future is quite scary because you 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 don't really know what is your going to face yeah and you don't know what's going to happen but i think with having a dream it makes you more hopeful about the future and actually gives you the true happiness in pursuing the things that you love yeah so i don't think i got it 100% right because it's really hard to explain yeah but you know that you can feel it if you have a dream that is actually really big that it gives you the chill and i think it's really um it's really interesting and also um something that scares you some uh, i think it also challenges you to do the things that you've never done before to try new things and also uh to make you uh into a bigger and a better person that was actually so, a really good explanation because i've seen other explanations but they're like the same thing but yours is like a powerful message i really understand that oh that's really great so uh what's your dream rainer and why do you think having a dream is important i keep on changing my dreams so i hmm. think whoever's listening to this you could watch my podcast one episode and on like episode 11 so mm-hmm. like episode 11 until like today's episode to see like the full changes of my dreams so i think today like this podcast my dream will be like about biology <laughs> because i can't decide which specific part of biology i want to be but yeah. biology and which part will i be hmm It's really good to have a lots of dreams I think. Also although I'm already a grown up, but I still have lots of dreams as well and I feel like I love biology, but I love art, but then I love literature as well. So I think it's really good to have lots of dreams to keep you really inspired for the future. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like maybe get a dream to inspired of that. Hmm. If you get that dream like biology 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 <laughs> it's stuck in your head you don't know? like hey, I want to taste this like, no biology it's like it's stuck in your head every time but always you, you also need to learn because if you get a dream there's unlike there's unlimited knowledge you can get about that dream yeah you, you can you can know about biology why do we like <laughs> why, why do we hold something and um, and um, I have something really really epic that I want to share with you. So, there was this experts and they were finding out which which breast tissue was infected of cancer and which one was not. And they got as a team they got 99. Point, no, it's just 99% around something like that and after that they got it correct. And mm. it, it turns out it was actually correct. And do you want to know <laughs> Yes, the experts. Who is it? It's a pigeon. Really? Yeah, it's true. My dad told wow. me. Wow. That's really amazing. That, my my dad was telling me that when I was going to sleep like Hey, Moreno, he was like, "Hey, hey, Moreno, did you know about this?" After I was like, "What? What?" And after that, he was really excited that there was 
pigeon. And you want to know, humans are really good at spotting good things, but they're bad at spotting bad things. How so? Humans, mm-hmm, because it's called specific. Because us humans, we don't want the bad things. We specifically want the good things. But machines, mm. if they spot something, they're sensitive. Because if, if there's one error, then it's, it's just like, like, yeah. That, that's what we call sensitive because like if I'm sensitive to like if I touch my finger it's like it's, um, my hand is really sensitive if I do that so it's really bad at spotting good wait it's it's good at spotting bad things but it's bad at spotting good things mm-hmm. mm, okay I think I kind of get it yeah, so it's, it's really interesting as well. It's uh, always good to find uh, something newer technology to help us guide, to help us guide through life, right? Such as detecting cancer. So we know that maybe humans are not the best thing that could detect cancer and we need help by a lot of things, especially by machines. And we use it to uh, detect maybe some specific molecules inside the blood that maybe could tell us that uh, those person had cancer and also with maybe with the help of pigeons that's really interesting you want to know the message the message is telling us that the humans are good at finding good things and uh, hmm. robots are like the machines are good at finding bad things so we could work together and then we could like near 100 accuracy so it's like the message of it is like we need to work together yeah that's true and we also need to know our um uh, plus and minuses so we can manage those things and reach the goal together right you can turn yeah. minuses into a plus by finding yes. out your weakness and practicing it simply like this now that you get <laughs> and don't take out this from the plus because you should always say the plus no <laughs> then you have any more messages um I think I think I still have one more messages so um I'm not really sure but okay so basically this is just a simple message for everyone's out there maybe for Rainer as well who's uh, so everyone who's watching this video so um I think that it's really important to find the things that you like uh, in life, so for example, I found out that I actually like biology. And Rainer, what do you like? I like biology too because <laughs> I just like how complex it is. Because like how complex the, the nervous system. Mm, yeah. Like your nervous scared. It's about like the nervous about thinking. Yeah. So I think it's really good that you that we found things that we really like and. These things will basically help you to reach your dream because if we think about it, dream is such a really big thing. But then if we try to um, dissect it or we try to cut it little by little, it's not going to be that scary anymore. And for me, uh, one of my ways to reach my dream is to read a lot of books, Mm -hmm. to read a lot of books about biology and also see a lot of videos online about biology and never stop learning. Mm-hmm. That is basically like the Cyclopodia motto. Yeah? That's, yeah, because like, no, that's really cool that you, you couldn't say reading books because I have this um, like 
Campbell biology book that I really love reading. Yeah, they have really good books about a lot of things and they have great pictures that comes with the book as well that helps you understand the topic. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like really interesting. So, we've talked a lot and would you like to end the podcast there? And is there a message that you would like for people who want to be a biologist? Mm, okay. So, um First of all, thank you for having me today. It's really an honor for me to be here and speaking to Rainer. And basically, I have to say that being a biologist is really really interesting because we we will not know what we're going to do tomorrow because everything uh, living in the lab and learning a lot of things is such a dynamic uh, process and I, I don't think it nev- ever bores me. And although it's some, sometimes it gets a bit kind of hard, but it's a really interesting, interesting field to be working on. Whether you want to study about humans, about animals, about bacteria, viruses, or anything, everything is really interesting. That's really exciting. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Okay. Oh, hi. Hello. Thank you for having us, Rainer. Okay. Bye. Bye. Be happy and healthy. <laughs> you too. Thank you.